Hey, today we are uh, going to continue our series, How Did I End Up Here? Anybody ever asked yourself that question before? Anybody ask yourself that this morning? How did I end up here? Hey, um, so uh, Pastor Chad and his family, they are at a baseball tournament in St. Louis, and so uh, they're with family, enjoying family, but we're going to continue the conversation today, and uh, we're going to look at this question today, how did I end up here physically? Oh, man, big subject. And so uh, we're pretty excited about that. Let me, let me read you a verse here and then set this up, and then we're going to invite somebody to the stage, and we're going to have a little conversation today and let you guys eavesdrop on it. Check this out. 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 19. This is uh, Paul talking to the church of Corinth. Don't you realize that your body, here we go, is a sacred place, the place of the Holy Spirit? Don't you see that you can't live however you please, squandering what God paid such a high price for. Anybody thankful for the price that Jesus paid for us? Come on. God owns the whole work, so let people see God in and through your body. And somebody say amen, right? These uh, verses, right, they're written to the Corinthian church. Pretty interesting to me. Uh, for the simple fact that it's very clear that Paul is trying to remove any kind of divide or any kind of separation that we as believers might have a tendency to place in between physical health and soul health. He removes the separation, right? For your body, physical health, is a sacred place. Physical body, soul health, right? So we're going to dive into that a little bit today. Uh, as we, you know, at the beginning of the year, Pastor Chad kicked off the, the theme for the year, Better Days, as we are all on a journey, 2019, to discover better days. What's it going to take for us, our families, to do to have better days, right? Um, and honestly, thinking about this, it would be really easy to leave this subject alone, wouldn't it? It would be easy to pretend like this doesn't matter. It'd be really easy to pretend like this subject is peripheral to our faith, when in fact... The Bible is pretty clear that our physical health and our soul health are two sides to the same coin, right? And uh, if this is, in fact, a piece of the puzzle to us becoming the best version of ourselves that we're called to be, if it is a piece of the puzzle, then as Jesus followers, well, we have an obligation to dive into it and then make adjustments where we need to in our lives. Anybody still with me? Come on. So this is going to be a little bit different than like a typical message, but it is definitely biblical and it's definitely something that we need to talk about. Anybody agree with me? <laughs> the one guy that goes to the gym, right? <laughs> so, uh, man, I'm super excited today. Uh, I am not an expert in this at all, so I need as much help as the, the, anybody else in this room. And so we invited a, a guy that's probably no stranger to many of you. He owns CrossFit Republic here in town. CFR, represent, right? And so uh, this guy's an incredible uh, father, incredible husband, a great business-minded man, and uh, just a, a man of God. And so would you help me welcome Macy Mitchell to the stage? Come on, put your hands together. <laughs> Boom. What's up, man? Have a seat, man. Good to see you. Good to see you. You too. Let me check this. So, working on it? are we on? Yeah, we, we on. We on? All right. So, hey, no lie, man. I, I woke up this morning and getting ready to go to church and uh, was getting ready to choose a shirt. You know, it's a big deal. <laughs> and uh, I had like a super loose one and then like a super tight one that would have really shown off my giant biceps. 
uh, but I went with the loose one. Evidently, you went with the tight one, so it's... <laughs> I almost went for the button-up. They're all dirty, though. They're all dirty, yeah, yeah. Well, man, glad you're here, and uh, man, thanks for taking time to come hang out with us. You got, yeah. you got it. Hey, guys, I just wanted to tell you guys, thank you for the warm welcome. Um, I do know a few of you guys, but... Um, um, even though I'm from another church home, I just really appreciate how welcoming you guys are. I mean, it was, it's definitely coming in, coming in and just feeling a part of the family immediately made me immediately feel comfortable here. And, and I'd visited here, uh, three or four years ago when we opened up the gym and I just feel blessed to be back. So thank you so much. Yeah. Awesome, um, man. And I, I really want to say true, uh, before, before we get going here is, and I want to be transparent today, um, being a Christian all my life, um, I, I'm going to be transparent with you guys. And even though we could be meatheads about this and really talk about nutrition and fitness, um, it's really going to, in my word, when, when Chad and uh, Steve contacted me just about coming and sharing some about the spiritual and physical mix, um, it's just really my heart uh, as we run our business and, and our family that it's a ministry to us and that this is a ministry as well. And so there's going to be that spin on it. So it's not just going to be talking about eating your green beans. It's going to be about all of it encompassing, all right? Yeah, and so yeah. And being realistic. But I appreciate you guys. Thank you. Awesome, man. Honored to have you here. Tell us a little bit about, just get to know you for just a few seconds. Tell us a little bit about your family, how long you've been serving the Lord, and uh, anything else, what's your favorite workout or, you know, how many burpees can you do in one stretch? I don't know. Oh, man, um, that's good. Okay, so I make my kids do the burpees Yeah, now. yeah. Okay, I'm getting too old for that. Um, so I've been married for, so we've been together 18 years. Uh, we met at Evangel. Uh, we just celebrated our 14-year anniversary. Me and my wife, she'll be here second service. So very yeah, blessed. Awesome. I married up. Um, and I have three awesome kids, nine, seven, and four years old. God did not give us a laid-back one. We're not sure why, but that is one reason I will, I will talk about being an active dad today because you have to be, you know. Um, as, far as, as far as being a Christian, I grew up in the church. Don't get me wrong, we all have our seasons of life and our realizations, and when we, when we really dig in and we question our faith at times, and sometimes those are the best times because we grow from that, and uh, we become stronger because of it. And going into our adulthood, you know, me and my wife have served the Lord, and, and we volunteer together, and we do a lot of that, a lot of those things, and, and uh, ministry is what we would call our life as well. Um, but we've been saved, and I, there's not a minute I don't need the Lord, and I'll, I'm fully, I'll fully admit that, as yeah. vulnerable as possible, um, um, and it's the truth, and you got to let him in. Um, as far as being a business owner and, and kind of an athlete and mixing that all together, we own two businesses. You might see the corny commercials, All-American Rental and Sales. That was my dad who, uh, um, um, who opened that up whenever we were young, we moved here. And that's kind of the, the American dream right there. He did that. And uh, I went to college, never thought I'd be involved in the family business. Sure enough, got a call. I, I called him up and I said, hey, man, can I do this with you? And sure enough, so that's where we are. We've got seven locations there. And so um, I manage those. And then, and then also we opened up this gym in, in uh, Republic um, six years ago, actually, which is crazy how fast it's flown by. Um, we moved to Republic five years ago when we quickly realized that this was... Um, this was more than just a gym. It was a community and our families were um, um, I couldn't, I, I had a hard time leaving town to go home to Nixa when my family was in Republic now. And so we moved here and have loved this town. I couldn't say enough great things about it. We feel we're one of you guys. We are, we are Republic. Um, we feel blessed. So managing that, those two businesses and three kids is, is 
um, interesting, and I know a lot of you guys can relate, but that's, that's our life right now, so business and then trying to be an athlete and trying to keep up, you know, health is hard, and so if, if, if there's anything I can help you guys with, as Stephen asked me some questions today, um, is that, please, it comes from a real point, like, I, because I own a gym doesn't mean I work out more, I actually work out less, and, and you're being inundated in questions, and you're a counselor, and uh, a lot of other things. And so I want you guys to know that it's very real and the balance is, is, is real and the struggle is real. And so I know we can talk about that today, but life is good and Lord is blessed. Yeah, us. So man. I appreciate it. You got a full it, plate. We do. You got a full Thank plate. you. Well, let me, uh, let me ask you a question here. Um, physical fitness, healthy lifestyle. Again, that's kind of the topic for the day and, and looking at how those two, it's physical health and soul health are intertwined with each other. Thinking about you and your family and just what little I've been around you and, and, seen what you're a part of, you know, uh, it's, you're more than just interested in physical health. I would use the word conviction. There's like a, a deeper sense of, there's a conviction there, like a, this is so, and this is a must in our family. So talk to us about that conviction. Like what's the why behind, you know, your, your passion for physical fitness? Um, why is it so important to you and your family? And, um, and maybe that'll kind of stir some things up, conversation. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'll openly admit that physical fitness has been a part of my life ever since I've been young. It, it, gosh, you know, you got to be – sometimes whenever I was younger, I had to deal with an identity issue if it wasn't a part because I competed, um, you know, on a state level and on a national level collegiately. And, and uh, anyways, when, when, you, when you start competing at that level consistently, that becomes kind of your identity and how people know you rather than anything else. And it would just be like any other, you know, like you see athlete on, on, on TV or this or that. They, that. That becomes them. And then when they retire, what do they have? Um, we started, we realized quickly that that is going to have to shift. And as a family, my wife's really healthy-minded. She's really healthy-minded. She comes from a farm um, as far as the simple life. You know what I'm saying? Like, we don't want to run around with the kids. We want to eat off the land, you know, and all this. So me and her kind of balance each other out. She'll say, Macy, I need you to stay away from this. We don't need to work out today. Let's go work out in the yard instead. It's, she's kind of got that mentality. And so we've got a real healthy lifestyle uh, mix. And I, I would like to say it's balanced, but it's taken years to get there. So I'll encourage that. But as far as, as, far as what it means to us, we flipped it a while back where it need, it, physical fitness is a great platform to help um, people make positive lifestyle changes. Everyone knows in here that, that whether you enjoy working out or you don't, when you do something physical, you feel really good about yourself afterwards. It doesn't matter if you're digging a ditch, okay? It, afterwards, you're like, that was hard. I'm glad I did it. I broke a sweat. I feel good about myself. That is the optimum time to help people cultivate changes in their life. So whether I mention CrossFit Republic, I'm not going to market CrossFit Republic or just any fitness program, that's a great time to make changes, okay? We felt like if we're in that field, we can help people make changes in their life mentally, emotionally, spiritually, not just physically, okay? So it's been a ministry for us. That's what it is. Um, I'll refer to some scripture real, real quick, as, as Steve did, um, as I kind of dug in and some of the thoughts that we can put on, put, I can put with you guys um, that I looked up. But you got to think about real quick, um, when Jesus was when Jesus was being asked about what the uh, 
um, you know, what's tied to the law? What's the, what's the greatest commandment? And he responded, the greatest commandments are, we know love your neighbor as yourself in Matthew, but we also know love the, love the Lord your God with all your mind, body, and soul. Now, yeah. God wouldn't put the word body in there or mind if he didn't mean it, right? Yeah, or or right. as one of the greatest commandments. So think about, and I'll be short on this, but think about your convictions toward other things in your life. Um, and are you putting that into your body or your mind? Are you loving the Lord with all your mind, body, and soul, or just your soul? Can you, are you just coming here and saying, hey, this is awesome. I had a great experience at church, but you're not taking care of your body or your mind outside yeah. of here, okay? Right. That's the greatest commandment. You know, we really need to consider that. Some other quick verses, and I don't want to be long-winded. Romans 12.1, present your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable, acceptable to God, which is your spiritual worship. Um, and then... We refer back to when he created Adam and Eve, Genesis uh, 1, 27. Remember, he created them in the image of himself, right? So we've got these bodies for a reason, and, and he constantly asks us to honor them. First um, Corinthians three seventeen: if any man defile the temple of God, him shall God destroy, showing us we need to be careful with what God's given us. And then First Thessalonians five twenty three. May your whole uh, spirit, soul, and body be kept blameless at the coming of the Lord. So all these... Um, are showing that the outward manifestation, our physical bodies, is is part of our spiritual experience. Yeah. So if we're all on the same page spiritually, then we should be working toward this. It's said in the Word over and over. Yeah, yeah. that's good. Yeah, it it is crazy how many times I'm studying some of this. Crazy how many times that you find physical health and soul health like right next to each other in Scripture. It's like brother and sister. It's kind of two yeah. sides to one coin. Um, so, yeah, you're passionate, you have a conviction about, you know, healthy lifestyle because it's connected to your soul and you realize that. Right. And when one goes, you know, when one goes lacking, the other one is affected and vice versa. So is that, that passion you have for physical health, is that something that's grown over the years for you? And I'm asking that because maybe all across the board here, people that aren't working out, people that are a little bit, is I'm wondering if can we cultivate that passion, that drive, that conviction? Is that something we can cultivate, or is it just something that we got to believe God for, and then one day He snaps His fingers, and all of a sudden we have this conviction for working out or being physically fit? Or is it something we can cultivate? Is that something you? It's grown in your life, and how did you cultivate that? And maybe that'll help. That's good. Um, it's definitely grown grown in my life. I think there's a realization where you just have to. Uh, spiritually mature to the point where you never arrive. I'm not saying that, but where you spiritually like say, say, Lord, I know you've got something more for me as a father, as a husband, as a, as an active parent. What 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 does that look like? Or just as a man in general, or as a woman in general, um, you have to make that choice. You have to make that conscious choice. And I'll probably hit on this later, but I love the quote. Um, oh, people uh, people typically resist change. Um, and they focus on what they have to give up instead of what they have to gain. Yeah. Okay. And so I look at it like, so when I started having kids, right, nine years ago, I immediately thought to myself, okay, this is serious business now, right? I'm raising kiddos. They got to be contributors to society someday, right? We got to, we got to, yes. And they've got to, and they've got to work for the Lord. They've got to be influencers and world changers. So as a dad, I looked at myself and I said, if I've got to be a pillar of strength in my family, um, financially, emotionally, uh, spiritually, I need to do the same as physically. And remember 
your kids, what they remember, remember what you guys remember with your parents too. Those times that dad wrestled or mom wrestled, games of tag, games of uh, going, going on an adventure. And the last thing you want to be is tired and the yeah. iPad doing the work or Netflix doing the work, right? I'm not saying go do, t- go do 100 jumping jacks with them. I'm saying, you know, you have the ability to have physical contact and go to the next thing, take them to their sports game, go to the nature center and hike or whatnot. That's the stuff that kids really remember. So I'll just say that just as a dad, spiritual aside, that was one thing that threw me as well. So it's good. It's good. Well, hey, in Third John 1, 2, and again, just throwing some verses out where you can definitely see a correlation between physical health and soul health. Uh, I pray for good fortune in everything you do and for good health, there's your physical, that your everyday affairs prosper even as your soul. There it is, soul health, physical health, brother and sister right there. You can't separate them. They're intertwined with each other. So have you seen that correlation play out in your life? Like, do you notice a difference in your spiritual health, your spiritual life, when the physical health side of things maybe isn't, you're not doing it as much as you would like to, or not, not keeping that discipline as regimen as you like? Do you notice your spiritual health fluctuating with, the, with your physical health? Right, yes. Um, great question. I think we can all, we can probably all admit that we know when we're not being as physical, when we're not focusing on our physical health as much as we should, and we can all, we all realize when we're not focused on our spiritual health as much as we should. I think, I think it's that constant battle throughout the day where you kind of just put it off and put it off. Absolutely, there's a correlation. I find when my physical and spiritual are together, or one, let me say this, not together, but one is unbalanced and the other one needs some help, that they kind of drag each other um, drag, drag each other along and, uh, yeah. they, one tries to enhance itself. It's just a matter of, of letting it. I think I'd be foolish to think that me or, or even God would say that he only cares about one over the other. Okay. So it's my response. It's my, your responsibility to be a good steward of both knowing that they're deeply connected. Yeah. Um, yeah. and then I, I will also say this real quick quality of life. Many of us, just like, if I were just to base it on something super foundational, like your nutrition, right? You get up, you have a Diet Coke in the morning. That's all you have for breakfast. Uh, lunchtime, you eat a frozen burrito and you eat something else, this and this, this. And you, then you tell your people, you know, you, you tell yourself you feel good. And you tell people around you, yeah, I feel good. I, I mean, life's good. Quality of life is great or whatnot. When really... As soon as, and not that that's bad, and, and many of us live like that. Um, I have many people in my life that live like that, employees and et cetera, and you encourage them. As soon as, as soon as you find yourself eating right, all of a sudden you realize, wow, I, was, I thought my quality of life was good. I was right here, and now I'm here. I didn't know I could be here. Why didn't I do this sooner? That would be the question I would pose you guys that I pose to myself on a regular basis when I'm thinking about uh, you know, going downhill in the nutrition or exercise is, remember, my quality of life is going to drop, and I already know what it feels like to be here. And that goes the same for you guys, too. And you notice. And same with your spiritual and physical discipline. Yeah, that's yeah. so good, man. So good. Well, what would you say to the person that's like, you know, on the edge, wanting to get started somewhere in their journey to physical health and consequentially spiritual health. Again, they're intertwined. Man, but maybe there's some roadblocks. Maybe it's health. Maybe it's age. Maybe it's, you know, lack of time or whatever the roadblock, the obstacle might be. What would you say to that person that wants to get started, but they've got some things that they feel like are standing in their way Go there. What do you okay. think? Okay. Well, in a little bit, and you guys saw me looking at my paper here. I've got, I've got a couple testimonies here I'm going to share with you guys in a little bit, okay, that are, that are extremely powerful. Actually, I'll just share one because of time. Um, 
first things first, many of you guys may run and gun all the time. Like you guys are already worn out. You're like, how can I fit another thing in, right? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw two things at you. First thing is, is maybe part of physical health is physical rest. Maybe you just need to rest. Maybe you just yeah, need a, le- a legit Sabbath. Now, we talk about Sabbath over here in America, I think, a little bit differently. Um, I got to take my kids to the ball game or the ball practice. I've got to um, mow the lawn. I've got to do this, that. Oh, my goodness. I am so guilty of that because Saturdays are busy also, right? Well, I just had some friends and family get back from Israel and uh, one thing that they honor over there is something called Shabbat. You can look it up, S-H-I-B-B-A-T. And uh, it's how they do the Sabbath. That's their version of the Sabbath. One day a week, check this out, one day a week, they've already prepared for it. They've prepared all the food, all the meals. No work is to be done, no social media, no TV, and no cooking is allowed. Literally, their day is with friends and family and eating what they've already prepared. They turn it off. Okay, I know that's crazy to think about, but it's the truth. Think about that if you're that person that does run and gun and you legitly have an excuse for not being able to fit in more. I understand that. But now, person number two, right? Say you have a pretty good balance. Um, Do I have any deer hunters in here? Any fishermen, hunters? Okay, (laughs) golfers, same thing, right? Yeah. We We all know, and this goes for me too, we all know how passionate you guys are about that. Right. Hey, I've got to go off for a week for deer, deer camp, you know, stuff like that. Right. It's a choice when it comes to this stuff. If you're passionate about those things, you make time for it. You don't care how busy it is, what your kids schedules look like. You make time for it. It's the same with your physical discipline in your life. You've got to flip that. You've got to make a choice just as if you were struggling with a bad habit. You've got to make that choice to actually quit. Some patch is not going to do it for you. You know, it's going to be you having abstinence on it or you making that conscious choice. So, and, and just to give you an example, I've, my gym manager over at CrossFit Republic, her name is Marie Burks. She does CrossFit every single day and, her, and she suffers with multiple sclerosis, okay? And, and, and we have other people that suffer with other things. She is in even a more complicated phase, not just phase one of that. And so I just, I want to give a shout out to her because those are the kind of people that consciously choose yeah to do it, and she knows what's good for her. So um, on that note, and then also I, I have to hit on this real quick because I see Jeff real quick. Me and Jeff met the other day and caught up a little bit. He brought up a good word that as a business owner, I run across a lot, but I hadn't been able to verbalize quite like he did, and it was great. The question is, is we all ask what if, right? We all say, what if I do this? I have to give this up. What if I do this? I have to give this up. Well, what if you don't do this? Okay, that's a great question that he posed and, and we, we were talking about what if you don't, okay? Where would you be a year from now if you started today and you did it right and you made the choice? So I'll end on that. Yeah, that's good. Man, yeah. talking about Marie and has multiple sclerosis and mm-hmm. works out, man. I've been in, in the gym several times and seen like ladies that are multiple, multiple weeks pregnant in there like doing burpees mm-hmm. and stuff. So like right. you have no excuse, you know, it's like <laughs> get it done. <laughs> But on, on, and kind of wrap this all up, yeah. thinking about like, you know, that one word comes to mind and it's that self-discipline good, yeah. or self-control, which happens to be a fruit of the spirit. Mm-hmm. And, um, and so, and, and I think a lot of this uh, physical health and soul health merging together, a lot of it comes back to that, that word discipline and uh, growing in, in that grace for self-control, self-discipline. 
So talk to us a little bit about that word and what that word means to you and what do you think it should mean to a believer when it comes to this idea of physical health, soul health kind of coming together. Mm-hmm. Talk to us about that a little bit. Okay. Um, so first thing I would hit on is as a believer, um, as, we, as we are Christians and as we say, hey, the Lord, is, the Lord lives in my heart, um, we should have the fruits of the Spirit, or many of them, we're working on many of them, joy, kindness, etc., self-discipline, self-control, right? If, if that is true, and you are truly, you've truly given your heart to the Lord, you should be feeling these convictions, right? You should be feeling, if you're not feeling it, think about where you are with the Lord. That's yeah. all I would say. I know it's yeah. confrontational, but sure. think about where you are with the That's Lord, good. right? Um, are you feeling, now, now, think about this, the definition of self-discipline, this is confrontational too, the definition of self-discipline is uh, the ability to control your feelings while overcoming weaknesses, okay? That's a big, that's a big fruit of the spirit, okay? Yeah. Um, in wrapping that up, and I don't know if I've got time to share that testimony at all. Yeah, um, in just a second, I'm going to share a testimony of a woman at our gym. Um, but in wrapping that up, I want to encourage you guys that whether I'm up here or Steve's up here and we're talking from a stage or a leadership position, every one of you guys are leaders in your own way and in your own family, in your own businesses, whether you are, have a title in, in your business or you're a mom at home taking care of the kids, no matter who you are, you've got eyes watching you and you don't know it, okay? You guys can be the positive change that you need to be. People looking at you for your physical discipline, your spiritual, your emotional, your mental. It's our duty as Christians to to um, suit up and take this and take this role and take this baton from the Lord. It, we can't be quiet. We can't be wallflowers, right? We've got to we've got to be there for our families, even if that just means in the home. So me and my wife always talk about our marriage is our ministry or our family is our ministry. What people see, um, actions over words. So let's get it done as a family and as a body of Christ. Um, I'm going to share a quick testimony. Thank sure. you for so much. I know we're out of time, but I have to share this. So I, there's, my wife runs a Bible study, a CrossFit Republic Bible study for women currently. And she's not here. She'll be here in the second service with my kiddos. Um, uh, so there's a lot of emotional um, and uh, change and counseling that goes in with that. And like we've talked about, body and soul being so connected, um, it just happens. And these women are, are crying and weeping and whatnot. And we've probably got 10 or 15 testimonies just like this in the gym I'm going to read you. But I went ahead and reached out to two. I'll only read one. I said, hey, guys, just give me the lowdown. I don't care if you mention the gym or not mention the gym. Just tell me how physical and spiritual are wrapped in your life. And, and so I'm going to read this real quick and then... Steve, I'll Absolutely. let you take it. I'm sorry, yeah. man. No, Thank good. you, though. It's good. Thank you. Okay, she says, my life was nothing to envy for sure. I was raised with neglect and anger. I had some folks from time to time that, I lo- that loved me. I think I've always loved Jesus. I know for sure that he has kept me from many things that were likely to happen to me, given my family history. Depression started in my teens. Anxiety was more obvious as I got older. Even after being close with Jesus, my relationship with the Father was hard to reconcile because my earthly father's biological and step were not good. He brought me through that. He's brought me a long way from where I started. The word tells tells us that the fruit of the Spirit is a sound mind. That was hard for me. You don't feel very sound when you're fearful and depressed. You don't feel sound when you've had to walk away from your own parents because they're unhealthy. I now know that it's not about me, and I don't carry that. You don't feel sound when you get 
told at 27, you need heart surgery. At 28, you have fibromyalgia, which I apparently took to mean I was weak and I always would be. So fast forward some years, I'm married to a great guy. We have two children, my beautiful boys that both have diagnosis of autism. Life is tough in a different way now. It's all about them and I deal with emotions and donuts. I know how to be healthy, but just can't bring myself to do it. In fall of 2018, the, the switch flipped. I was 41 years old with high blood pressure, type 2 diabetes, an extra 90 pounds, and I could barely carry my younger son. I was done. I got educated and committed to a way of eating that worked for my body and started losing weight. Two months later, I started CrossFit. The first three weeks were so hard, it was just the learn to CrossFit class. January 1st, it all started for real. Which I'd gotten my, what had I gotten myself into? I can't do this. Surely fibromyalgia won't let me do this. This is too hard. I'm lazy and don't like this. I've always hated the gym and never had progress. I kept going. I was determined that I would not die young and leave my boys. I was completely amazed at what I saw. These women pushing themselves in a way I'd never seen in my life. The look on their faces, the amount of weight they put in the air with no options attitude. Not only were they spirit, physically strong, but the mental strength it took to do this was otherworldly to me. Then they treated me as if I deserved to be there, as if I could do these things too. And the cherry on top, they loved Jesus. As my legs and quads grew, so did my mind. I wanted to be a person that, with that look of determination, the I will not quit attitude. I wanted to be gentle and kind and strong. I saw that in women like Jennifer Mitchell, which is my wife. Then one day, then one day I realized that every time I started a workout, I complained in my head that I can't do this. I know it came out of my mouth more than I realized. I chose to stop that negative thinking in its tracks. Every time I started to say I can't, I changed it to I can. I will get there. You see, my body getting stronger every day made way for my mind to understand what strength feels like. I don't have to just survive through life. I can get stronger to handle the challenges. My anxiety is not a daily issue anymore and depression is further from me than it has ever been. I'm a much more pl uh, pleasant person to be around. Now I'm teaching my boys that it's good to do hard things. I hear my old voice coming from my son. It makes me sad because I thought I was only saying that in my head. I think when you believe the spirit has sound mind for you and you practice being strong in your body, your mind comes along. I am so grateful for so much beauty in my life. I know I've been blessed and guided by my Heavenly Father. I know He is good. He has brought me strength. He has brought me sisters that show me what it's like to work hard and that pray for me. The enemy in my soul tried to keep me weak. No longer. My body my body's becoming strong, and so is my mind. Now I can carry my son. I don't have to ask my husband to carry the hamper anymore. My legs look good, and I did a 175-pound deadlift the other day. Okay, okay, that's a bit showing off, but I'm proud of my mental hard work it took to get there. I can do all things through Jesus. This weak person is strong and working to make it my legacy. Man, that's so good. So Jesus, good. Yeah. I love it. I love it. You know, the Bible's pretty clear, you know, in Revelation that the, the testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy. So that's not just a cool story about what God did for somebody else. Somebody else. It's actually an invitation for you to experience the same thing that they experienced. But it's going to take some discipline. Uh, we, we say it around here like this. You, do you want McDonald's fries or do you want CrossFit thighs? Because you can't have both. It's going to take some discipline, both physically and spiritually, to become the person that God is calling you to become. And that's the one challenge for today, is to step out. And this is supposed to be a little bit of a gut check for me as well as for everybody, um, that this is really a part of our walk with Jesus. It's not peripheral to our faith. It is one and the same thing. And so we want to encourage you, whatever that looks like, whether that's, you know, find some yoga videos on YouTube and get, do it in your living room or just get more active or whatever that looks like, we have to, as your spiritual leaders, encourage you to take that step because it's actually 
a part of your, your spiritual health. And so, Macy, man, thanks so much for hanging out with us, God, brother. Thanks. Great job. Love what you're doing. Love uh, your heart for our community. And, um, and to do more than just make money through a business, but to actually, it's a ministry that you're using to impact people's lives. And that's huge, man. We want to be a part of that.